welcome to the Building Digital Community Podcast. My name is Chirag Shah, and I'm a first-year MBA student at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University, and I'll be your host throughout this journey. In a world where we can't meet face-to-face, building a sense of community can be a challenge, especially when you're starting a new job, or in my case, an MBA program, and can't meet your peers in person. Building Digital Community is an interview-style podcast where each week I'll talk to one of my new peers and learn a bit more about their story, with the goal of building genuine relationships and building a stronger community in a world where we're all going digital. On this episode of the podcast, we're welcoming Sabrina Malero. Sabrina started her journey at Sheridan, where she graduated with an Advanced Business Administration Diploma. She then transitioned to completing a Bachelor of Commerce, specializing in marketing management at Ryerson. During her educational journey, Sabrina worked as an educational events coordinator. Her responsibilities included analyzing the market to conduct marketing strategies, as well as coordinating the logistics of educational events. In her role, Sabrina worked closely with the VP of Operations, Account Managers, and the Marketing and Customer Experience Departments to ensure customers receive the most value at each event. When Sabrina is not busy with school, she enjoys outdoor activities such as hiking, yoga, and jogging. Welcome to the podcast, Sabrina, and let's get going. Hey, Sabrina, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's getting closer and closer to the end of the term, and I think everyone's just counting down the days until uh, the Christmas break. Yeah, let's swim. Let's yeah. Let's keep swimming. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. We're just we're just trying to survive these last uh, last two weeks. Get through exams, all these kind of last minute assignments, and then uh, yeah, like sleep for pretty much two weeks straight. Yes, we'll survive. Let's keep it positive. Yeah, hundred percent. I like it. Um, so the listeners heard just kind of your brief intro right before this, but um, why don't we start? Like, tell us just a little bit more about yourself. Yes, I love that. So um, I actually started, I can start with high school. And when I was in high school, I decided that I wanted to do a bridge program, which is you go to college for three years, you graduate with the advanced diploma, and then you go to university for another two years. And then you pretty much in five years will have a diploma and a degree. Um, So closer to my graduation, when I was in college, my family, uh, actually, my father got a transfer to Vancouver. And we just needed to move. Okay. <laughs> we only had, yeah, it was, it was a very kind of like interesting time because we only had a week to do it too. And wow. I didn't, I was, I wasn't even at the end, sort of like I didn't finish um, my diploma. Like I was two months away. Okay. So then my family had to go, and I sort of stay here in Ontario, completing my diploma. And it was time for me to decide what I wanted to do. So I decided to go with uh, my family on Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And when I was there, I got offered the opportunity to work for InfoMine as an educational events coordinator. It was an amazing experience. Um, I worked very closely with uh, project managers, um, product managers, uh, sales and marketing. And that's where I discovered that I am very passionate about marketing and I really want to stick to it. Yeah. Um, I learned so much. Um, I reported to the VP of operations and she shared a lot of knowledge with me of logistics and also mining because this is a like a company in the mining industry mm-hmm. but got to do a couple of mining courses as well that's cool <laughs> yeah it was very cool it was totally unrelated to what I was yeah, actually yeah. doing um until it was time for me to 
uh, go back to school. I was on that time, I was waiting actually for the confirmation on Vancouver universities to mm-hmm. get the upset upset pins because you can only apply once a year as well. Yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. Two times a year, so you can apply there. Okay. A little bit different. Yeah. So um, they told me that I got upset in the program, but it was going to be from scratch. So four years again. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. And that's when things got a little bit like funny. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had to make a decision. So I decided to come back to Ontario to finish um, my degree, which I successfully completed the past April. Nice. Um, thanks. It was, it was great. Uh, so something I have learned, I guess, with my experience is that you have to be, you have to be perseverant with your goals and just mm-hmm. stick to them. No matter how hard the situation it is, you can just, you can complete it, you can achieve it. And also that you have to be very open um, and adaptable to changes because you never know when something can happen in the middle of your plan. And then you just have to change your decision. And yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we're, we're kind of living that right now in this whole COVID thing. Like so many people probably like for, I can speak for myself. Like I didn't expect to do my MBA right now, but things change and you just have to kind of be agile and figure it out. It's like, okay, well, what's the next step going to be? And I guess it was the MBA for me. So yeah, that agility piece is huge. Yeah, no, totally related with your story. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Tell me about, so what was life like in Vancouver? Cause that like, that sounds amazing. Like I would love to go and live out in Vancouver for a little while. Yes. I'm not going to lie. The main reason why I moved there is because I was in this stage in my life. I actually have moved um, quite a bit of times. Like mm-hmm. I'm in Canada and my parents weren't living with me at the time. Um, my parents were back home in Peru. Okay. So the reason why I ended up in Vancouver is because I wanted to spend more time with my family. Cause you know, you yeah. get over there and at one point you're not going to, no longer going to live with them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's how I, kind of like went there. So um, it was amazing. Vancouver is a beautiful place. I fall mm-hmm. in love. The weather is great. It doesn't really snow if you're in the city. It only snows yeah. one week and it will completely That's, that's the winter of my dreams. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because here when it is winter, it snows so much that people yeah. get used to it. In Vancouver, it rains all the time in winter. And when it snows, everything closes. So works mm-hmm. are closed, like schools to get closed because the city is not like it's not implemented for snow. Yeah. So for sure. it snows, it everything has to close. It's just yeah. Not pretty. Yeah, hundred percent. I so I I wish that I'm not a huge winter person at all. Like oh, snow during Christmas, sure. Snow that like week between Christmas and New Year's, I'm happy. As soon as January 1st or 2nd hits, I don't want to see snow again. Like, it's 2021, <laughs> like just just start, go back to spring and I'll be happy. Yeah, it will be perfect if we have like maybe like summer and then like, you know, like the, the cycle, we have like summer yeah, and then yeah. like, win- sorry, fall, keep on mumbling. And then we'll go to winter and then one week mm-hmm. of snow and then summer again. Like I'll yeah. just- Dump the entire season to summer. Yeah, hundred percent. Get like sure December. Give the month of December to winter, and everything else. Give me fall, spring, and, uh, and summer, and I'll be happy. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. So then, uh, tell me a bit more about kind of like your decision, like to start your MBA. Like, what made you kind of want to go pursue that? Yeah. So I love that question because um, actually, when I was in high school and I decided to do the bridge program, I also mm-hmm. decided that I wanted to do an MBA. And the reason why is because both of my parents have master's degrees and they have two masters in, and one of them is the MBA. Mm-hmm. And they did it together. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, they did it together. My mom was actually pregnant at the time, okay. and they graduated together. 
So they will keep talking. I remember when I was younger, they will keep talking about like the amazing memories they have while doing the MBA, how much I mm -hmm. challenged them and the amazing amount of like, I will say learning they gain while doing it and how much I help them professionally to grow and help yeah. other people. And that really, really like interested me to do it. It just, I love it. So um, I guess when I was like the past summer that, you know, like we got hit with the COVID situation Mm. Um, sorry, I didn't mention this, but I'm a customer service at Scotia. Mm -hmm. And part of the beauty to be working at the bank is that you know what's going on with the market, I guess, sooner than yeah. other people. And I was constantly looking at the like the job side to see if like I was looking for positions in like marketing areas. And I literally saw this like uh, job website like drop from a thousand two hundred positions all the way down to like 120 in yeah. within a day. And so that's the point where I, I was thinking like, I need to do something. I mean, like, it's either I wait until more positions open or I just go back to school and prepare myself to be a better professional and gain more knowledge of what's going on in this situation and just, you know, grow. And that's the reason why I decided to do my MBA. I did not expect it to be so soon, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but hey, good for you for like using this as kind of an opportunity to uh to just kind of reskill yourself and like learn more and just invest more in yourself i think that's an awesome way to just approach this crazy year that it's been and uh yeah that's that's awesome it's a crazy year for all of us but yeah. i think we're all doing an amazing job yeah yeah i think so too um so you mentioned kind of like the interest in marketing so is marketing i'm guessing what you want to kind of get into after uh after mba i want to go to marketing is because um like I like marketing, but I also found that I'm passionate about finance at the same time, which mm -hmm. kind of complement each other a lot. Um, you need to to do like a good like you're gonna be doing marketing, and then you're also given a budget to do marketing. They're just not gonna tell you, yeah, you have like yeah like all the money of the company to do it. So it's very good to be informed about finance. And the reason why I decided to go for the MBA with co-op is because I feel it's gonna give me that finance, um, like the finance section that I'm missing. Mm -hmm. uh, complement my marketing and be a better marketer in the future. I'm very passionate about research. Like I love researching. I love targeting people. I love to understand what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I will eventually would like to be maybe like in uh, product more in okay. the area of marketing. Um, but I'm very open as everybody else to, I'll say like new opportunities that can yeah. like approach. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So like you mentioned, you're in the co-op program. So for your, I guess, three co-op terms, are you looking to like try different areas of marketing throughout each or like experiment with different industries and fields as well? Because I feel like there's so many different opportunities that are kind of available. Yes. And that's the beauty. Yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty of, I will say, even in marketing that you'll be constantly learning, but also the areas where you can go is so big. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to stick in Scotia I just really like the corporate itself yeah. and when you think in a bank you really think as a financial institution and then you think in investment mutual funds mortgages and everything related with finance accounting but it's more than that like they actually do a lot of marketing uh, mm -hmm. they do a lot of events they do a lot of marketing they are getting into a lot of technology now and they have to know how to market people towards that um, so I would love to maybe have a co-op at the like a financial institution but I'm also open to like uh, CPG's company such as Pepsi yeah. Gamble 
Like I, I'm very open to anything really. I just love learning. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I love that mindset. Just like open to all of it. Like I feel like <laughs> I've mentioned this. Uh, we've, I think I've talked about this with a few people on the podcast. But like using this MBA is kind of like our playground. Like just an opportunity to try different things. Because once you, once we graduate and you're in like the, the I guess real world or like workforce, like you won't have the other another opportunity to try a job for four months, see if you like it. If you don't, cool, you're going back to school. It doesn't really matter. But if you love it, then it's like something you can dive into a little bit deeper. Um, so there's there's very minimal risk right now. So yeah, why not try something new? Whether that's a co-op or like. I don't know, signing up for like an extra case competition or like something like that, or taking a course that's outside of your comfort zone, just pushing yourself to, to do all of those things. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I really agree. I think we, we're all here to learn and to mm-hmm. become professionals and persons as well. So why not? Yeah. Why not try new things? Yeah, exactly. Why not? That's, that's the question, I think. Um, so we were close to, I guess, the end of our first term uh, right now. What has been one of the, I guess, most challenging parts of, uh, of the MBA so far this past kind of like four months? Um, and what's been maybe like one of the biggest learnings for you over that time? Yes. So the, I would say the biggest challenge for me was to manage my time because yeah. I'm also working at the same time. Yeah. The MBA. So kind of like my schedule would be like Monday to Friday, focus on the MBA. And then Saturdays, I'll go to work. And I also have family commitments on the mm-hmm. weekend really close we like to you know like at least go out for a walk um and then i ended up having no time for myself yeah or anything Uh, so definitely time management was like the most challenging part but i think i'm doing a great job i've been able to manage it very well lately well not lately like since the past two months (laughs) really um and yes i i really come to times where i can be like really stressed because it's a lot of content what we're having right now but Mm -hmm. i know like it's not only about me it's about like everyone in the program especially now that we're hitting towards the end but at the same time it's an amazing learning process if you think about it It, it's just helping me so much to also learn more about myself what my strengths are and also use them to work like my time management (laughs) yeah 100%. And again, I think that's like the whole point of this MBA is just kind of figure out yourself a little bit more and like the things you want to do, what you're good at, what you want to improve on, all of that. And like, good for you for developing those time management skills. I'll like, I'll need some tips on that. It's something I always struggle with, Um, but like managing like the part-time job on top of this kind of full program, like uh, hats off to you for, for managing all that. Plus like a family life and like taking care of your own mental health and all that. It's, it's, it's easy to kind of get lost from all of that stuff and push that stuff off to the side. Um, but yeah, good for you for kind of balancing it all. Thank you. Um, so, um, so I guess like pivoting the topic to leadership a bit more, um, is there a leader that you've come across so far in your career that you found super like influential, someone that's had a, a big impact on you? Yes, I love this question. I mean, other than my parents, I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'll say, yes, like the VP of operations, while well, I was working at Infomont, she she had a very big influence on me. And the reason why is because uh, she was always taking care of every single employee in the company for mm-hmm. her team and external teams as well. She will push you to like become a better professional and she will always kind of like give you advice of like what things you, what things you can do better. Yeah. So it was very fun to work with her, but also like, for example, when I decided to resign and I decided to come back to Ontario, um, in the beginning, she was very sad because, you know, like you're leaving the position and everything. Yeah. 
But at the end, she was very happy for me. And she told me, you know what, like, I'm very happy for you because you're deciding to work and invest on your education. And there's nothing better than doing that in like a time life. It's a very personal decision. And I'm so happy you're doing it. And I will literally want that and more for you because I know you can you can achieve more than that. So yeah. she, was, she even told me like, even like, don't stop on your under on your undergrad, go and do your MBA, do a PhD if you want to, because it will really help you. She's also coming from a background where um, she started in the mining industry and she was in a very kind of like operational position and she did her master's uh, PhD and then mm-hmm. now she's the VP of operations. <laughs> Um, so definitely I love her way of being a leader, but giving to the others and by pushing people to, to become better professionals and better persons. Yeah, that's amazing. I feel like those are some of the best leaders when like they, they care about your growth, not just in like that nine to five work day, but like outside of that too. And they want to see you grow in your overall career and just like grow as a person. I think those are like some of the best leaders that I've come across as well. Yeah, I agree. I think the beauty of being a leader is that you have that kind of influence to other, you can influence other people, right? Mm-hmm. And giving back to them by helping them to become better professionals, like it's just so nice. Like you never know how much influence you can have over a person, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I think uh, a big thing about leadership and like you know, even just like becoming a manager is you're, you're no longer just kind of like an individual contributor. Like you're no longer kind of doing it on your own. Like your success kind of depends on making the people around you successful. Um, so I actually like, so I've, I've been reading a book, like I read a book uh, close to the end of the beginning of this term. Um, uh, and so it, it's about leadership and I, I, I have my whiteboard over here. I'm pointing to it. People on the podcast can't see it right now, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll turn my camera a little bit so you, you can see it. And I have kind of like a list of questions that I ask myself every day around leadership. And then one of them is, what did I do today to move someone else closer to their goal? Um, so yeah, it just kind of goes back to that. It's like, I think being a leader, like it's it's no longer just about me. It's like, how do I support the people around me to help them grow more? And I think that speaks to uh, your experience with uh, the VP of operations at the previous company um, you were at. And yeah, I think it's just a, a huge thing uh, with leadership, just making other people successful. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is there like, is there a piece of advice that you've gotten so far in your life that's like really stuck out with you? Uh, I feel like a lot of times we, like sometimes we hear things when we're a little kid that like we don't really realize at the time, but like looking back, I was like, oh, that was like a really important thing or like a really important piece of advice that I got. Um, it, do you have anything like that, that that you'd like to share? Like, it doesn't have to be from like when you're a kid, but kind of any any piece of advice that you've gotten that's re- that's really stuck out. Wow, can you imagine if I go back to when I was a kid? Yeah, yeah. So back in kindergarten, I got this piece of advice. <laughs> you got like ten thousand advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say I I think that the personal advice goes towards you know like personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, based on my personal experience, I'll I can like advise everyone to try it everything yeah <laughs> also like never stop trying things because you're either scared because it won't work or because you think it won't work uh because the worst it could happen is that you try it and then you don't like it or you feel mm-hmm. that you don't fit in there um and even though that seems like a bad thing in the beginning it's actually not because you will know that you actually don't want to go towards that direction which is amazing yeah. now you know you have to switch <laughs> yeah um, but in many situations, um, I can give you like an example when I will actually 
the reason why I started being a customer service at Scotia is because um, I was doing a couple of transactions and one of the tellers at the time, she was Spanish and we started talking in Spanish. And um, I talked to the manager, the customer service manager, as if she was a teller, because I didn't know who she was at that point. Mm -hmm. And the next day I came back to do another transaction and the uh, Alexis, which was a teller to help me out, told me, oh, like uh, the manager is looking for you because she would like to talk to you about a position she might offer you. And at that point, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, I either have two options. Either, <laughs> either I ask or I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and even though asking, you're scared of asking sometimes because you you never like even though you receive a no as an answer, it still kind of like hurts somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and I decided yeah. to ask and I got the job in within a week so you never know That's awesome. like yeah. exactly like only by asking or like trying something that you're not used to you can get so much out of it 100 mm -hmm. and it's it's super interesting because like yeah. it, it can be terribly scary just to oh, yeah. ask <laughs> ask that question um but at the end of the day like i try and remind myself like the the very worst thing that someone can say is no exactly okay, well, that, like, that's not that bad. If someone just was, says no, like, that's fine. Totally. And when that situation, when I was in that situation, I was, I was 18. So I was yeah. just legal to start working at a bank. And mm -hmm. I was terrified to ask because the, and, and at that point, I asked myself the worst thing it could happen to me is that I asked and she said, well, no. And yeah. after I answered that, I'm like, well, that's still scary, but yeah. it won't be bad. I will forget it in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, so I, I keep looking over at my whiteboard because I feel like so many of the questions or so many of the topics we're talking about just like is, is questions that I ask myself um, or try to ask myself every day. Um, so ones that I have is what did I do today that scared me or that I wanted to avoid or like a lot of times I feel like something sometimes we just need that five seconds of courage. Like it's, a, it's a, just that five seconds is all we need to like go in and push ourselves to ask that question. Um, and once you get over that hurdle, like, it's fine. Like, even if, if they say no, it's like, okay, well, at least I like got up and, and stepped out of my comfort zone and asked the question. But so many times I think it, it just takes that five seconds of like a little bit of discomfort to, to push yourself. And, and yeah, it, you never know. It might lead to something awesome, like a, like a job at Scotiabank. So you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Um, so that ends like the, I, I never know what to call it. It's I, I call it like the formal part of the interview, but it's not really a formal interview. Um, so like the quote unquote formal part, I guess, of the podcast. Um, but so we're about to head into the random wheel of questions. But before that, we kind of switch spots and, and it's your turn to ask me any questions if you like. Love it. I'll be the presenter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I actually have a question for you. My question is, um, if you know, like I'm part of the NBA right now. And mm -hmm. I want to ask you, like, what would you like to see as an event? Like, Ooh. It your life. <laughs> as an event throughout the NBA. Whew, that's tough. That's a tough yeah, one. Right now. <laughs> um, I feel like they've, it's, it's, it's hard because it, I don't know what the next, like, term or like a few like eight months is going to look like for the NBA you know like are we going to be back in person in like in the spring or in the fall like are we still gonna hopefully we are like fingers crossed we are I know at least for the winter for my second term that will be um online so um 
Yeah, honestly, anything that we can do to like build community in an online world, like they've done amazing things. Like the trivia night was a lot of fun. Um, They even did kind of like a mixer with just uh, with just us first year students, which I thought was amazing. Um, So anything like that, like anything just to to get to know people uh, more, because I feel like that's the biggest thing that we're all kind of missing out of this MBA right now. Um, it's a huge reason why I kind of want to start this podcast is just to get to know people uh, a little bit better um, and let people kind of share their stories. So yeah, I don't, I don't know as far as, as far as the specific event, but anything that kind of builds community and, and allows us to, yeah, just get to know each other better. Yeah. I'll, I'll think of something and I get back to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we can brainstorm. We can brainstorm it after. <laughs> yes. Put it in a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll put it on the whiteboard. I love this whiteboard. I use it all the time. Um, cool. All right. I will give this wheel a spin and we will see what pops out. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you, do you have any secret hidden talents? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah. I'll say like, I can raise like an eyebrow at a time. Oh, like the rock. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Ooh, I, yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's, no, that's a good hidden talent. <laughs> yeah, they can't see it, but she's definitely doing it right. Well, uh, when you, I'll need a new uh, headshot that we can use as the Instagram picture for this episode with you just with one eyebrow raised. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a cool hidden talent. I like it. <laughs> there you go. I try, I try. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so thank you, Sabrina, for joining the podcast. It was a lot of fun. It was a nice way to kind of just split up this hectic week that we're all having. Um, but before we kind of, uh, say goodbye is if someone has questions or wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Yes. Like, uh, there's my McMaster email, Molero, um, S, uh, McMaster.ca. Um, you can find me on Instagram as well, Sabrina Molero. And I have a LinkedIn account. It's my name and last name is Sabrina Molero as well. My phone number is, I can, I think, <laughs> 40,000 group chats right now, yeah, yeah. which we all love. Um, yep. you can, if you need anything, like after getting people reaching back to me, like I guess they relate my name with the events, kind of like coordinator position. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I keep saying coordinator, events director. And feel free to text me or like reach me if you need anything. Like I'm here to help in anything I can. And it was a lot of fun talking to you, Shrag. I love it. Yeah, this was nice. This was nice. Uh, again, such like a, a nice way to bring some energy to a uh, very hectic and busy week. So uh, it was really nice to, yeah, just get a break from all of that and then chat with you. Yeah, thank you so much. I love it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks again, Sabrina. And we will definitely be chatting soon. Yes, thank you. All right, take care. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can find me on LinkedIn at Chirag Sheth, on Twitter at Chirag Sheth 24, or follow our Instagram page at Building Digital Communities. I'll see you next time. Take care and stay safe.